Sports Addicted to sports A married man's guide to sports addiction Hey! Hey, what's going on, people? Guy Sanchez back with the Married Man's Guide to Sports Addiction Episode 14? I think we're on 14 I don't know I'm not going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure it's 14. Today is April 19th, 2016. How are you guys doing? How are we doing? Uh, I was in a pretty good mood up until I left work today. There was, so I went to the um, grocery store after work. And it's hot today. Portland is getting hot. And I think it's like one of those days where it's like the hottest day, like the hottest temperature on record for the day. Um... It's like three three days this year already. So climate change isn't real. You know, that's not a real thing. You know, when you have three hottest dates on record, like right back to back, you know, same month. Yeah, that's normal. Those hottest balls here, people. And uh, I was I was managing. My, you know, my work is air conditioning. My air conditioning. Um, I get to the grocery store because I have to get some things. But my car's been sitting in the sun all day while I'm at work. And I'm such an idiot, so I go, <laughs> I get in the car, and I turn on the cold for the air conditioning, but instead of actually hitting the button that activates the air conditioning, I hit the button for the defrost on the windows in the back, and I'm driving just pissed off, because I'm thinking my air conditioner is busted in my car. Like, it's not kicking on, there's no Freon, I don't know what's going on. I'm sweating, and I get to the grocery store, and check my Twitter. If you haven't checked my Twitter, um, go to at guy underscore M underscore Sanchez. There's a picture that I posted on, on uh, Twitter today. This douche nozzle, there's this gigantic truck parked in the only spot that had shade in the grocery store. But he's triple parked. So instead of, instead of like straddling the line where you take up two spots so your, your beautiful piece of, you know, machinery doesn't get scratched or whatever, this guy goes full retard and parks over three different slots. Parks over three different slots. So not even like parallel with any lines. He's just going straight horizontal on the whole thing. And he's taking up the only three spots that are under the shade. And the rage that came over me. I, I don't even know this person. But in my mind... I'm thinking all the things that you typically think when you think of a person who has a gigantic truck, who has the capacity not only to double park, but to triple park in public, you know, before, you know, like noon to one o'clock in the, in the day when people are like out and about. I just, I was so angry. <laughs> I wanted to physically punch this person. I was hoping that this person would come out and would not be, a woman, because I, you know, you're not going to go get in a fight with a woman over a parking spot. But I was hoping it was going to be just some dude wearing some stupid ass Carhartt hat with the, you know, the shit kicker boots. I just wanted it to be a redneck that was so full of himself with a tiny pecker in his regular jeans that he had to think that he had to get the biggest truck possible off the lot. And then thought he was so much of a man that he could triple park and ruin everybody else's shade. So I go get my groceries. I'm, I'm, I'm just making the kids some quesadillas next. It's so hot. I'm not, I'm not, I want the burners to be on for as little time as possible. We're having quesadillas. Deal with it. 
Um, and then I, so when I do these podcasts, here's my little daily tradition when I do the podcast. There's a little place right next to the grocery store, the same kind of uh, complex, that's a teriyaki place. So I go out and get my, my chicken teriyaki and rice. And uh, I typically I come home, I eat it, I get my notes down. I sat in my car, hot as shit, just hot. I sat in my car, mean mugging this truck. <laughs> and I ate my food in the park. I could have eaten my food in the damn restaurant where there was AC. But I wanted to be angry. I wanted to be angry at this dude. And they never came out. They never came out. And I had it. I was just, I was like angrily eating my teriyaki chicken. <laughs> I flipped on some AM radio uh, to get really amped up and angry at the world. Because that's what I like to hear when you're angry at the world. Um, you want to put some ignorance on and just be angry with everybody else. And here was my move. So whenever somebody um, does a dick move on the road, like on the freeway, I've, I've been doing this since high school. Uh, somebody was driving on the freeway, they cut you off. Uh, what, what's your typical response? Somebody cuts you off in traffic. You either honk or you flip them off. You flip them off, they flip you off, and then you're good to go. Well, one time in high school, this dude come and he got right in front of us, cut us off. And I could see him looking in his mirror at us, waiting for us to flip him off or do something. And instead, we gave him two giant thumbs up and applauded him. You will not see somebody lose their shit as when you mock them with a thumbs up and fake applause. A person can deal with a double bird, but they don't know how to deal with mockery to that level where you just applaud them and give them the thumbs up. So I was, was going to do that today. I, by the way, I do that every time somebody cuts me off in traffic. And every time they nearly wreck their car because they're so pissed off that somebody has a gall to mock them. But that was my plan today. I was sitting in the parking lot, full sun, no AC on, my defroster on. <laughs> and I was just waiting for this person to come out so I could honk my horn, get their attention, applaud them, give them the double thumbs up. And then drive away as I, as I uh, you know, yell something clever like, Hey, nice park job, asshole. You know, something more clever in the moment. When you're really angry, you can get really clever. Never happened. I was denied my retribution. And uh, now now I'm here. I'm here doing the podcast. I've calmed down. I have AC in my, in my house this year. So, <sighs> I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. I don't know. How's your guys' week going? I mean... I guess it's okay that, like, my, my biggest thing is I get derailed by somebody with a shitty park job. Because I'm honestly not a really angry guy. Like, with my girls, eh. I mean, yeah, you get after them to clean up the house or do your homework or something. But, eh, I'm just not an angry bully kind of person. But I wanted to mock this person today. And it, and it was denied to me. Hmm. There you go. All right. Let's move on to the topics. Topics today. Got a couple up here. All right. So, NHL playoffs are on. And I have been enjoying the hell out of some NHL playoffs. Um, much more so than I thought I would this year. You know, when Pittsburgh came out and we won that first game with Zatkoff in goal. So we had no no Marc-Andre Fleury in goal. We had no Evgeny Malkin on the, on the ice. This guy Zatkoff with like, what was it, 20 career starts or something? Third stringer? A call-up? He came in and did really good for us. I was really impressed. Uh, I thought our season was probably over with... Uh, you know, no real goaltending in sight, but 
I was impressed. And then, of course, they bring Evgeny Malkin back in game two when he's not in game shape. I don't want to say it, one of the greatest players in the world is a hindrance. Um, but when he's not fully healthy, it, it just kind of it, it messed with the flow. You know, that, that first game, um, oh, we had the hat trick. Hat trick, yeah, Hornquist, Hornquist. Hornquist had the hat trick in the first game. And, you know, when you bring a superstar back, they, they command a certain amount of attention. They get their spot in the line. They It just kind of messed with the whole thing. I don't know. With as decisive as game one was, I think we probably could have ran a little farther with the lineup we had until he was fully healthy. I mean, you're still up 1-0. Why, why rush him back before it's really crunch time? I don't know. I mean, we, <clears throat> why couldn't we build a lead in game two and then kind of bring him in a little bit, see if he's got some, got some game shape to him? I don't know. It was just, it was a really weird thing. And I'm, ah, damn it. I just... I just don't want New York to steal this from us because we can't figure out what our best line is. Whatever we did in game one, that was our best line. That's what we got to do. We got to keep doing that. So, as my future as an NHL coach, uh, I'm going to point to game one and just say, let's just do that every night. And that, that would be great. Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> but no, I am... Evgeny Malkin is my favorite NHL player of all time. So, I'm not in any way saying he shouldn't be there. I'm just saying, if he's not fully healthy and you still have the series lead, don't put the pressure on him to come out and perform at his peak level. And he's not playing great. They're not going to play great around him. It was a really weird call. I would rather we just cinch up this this series, take a few games off, let him get healthy, get some more practice time, and then bring him in. Well, what's wrong with that? That's why they pay me the big bucks, folks. That's your... Uh, <laughs> that's your... in. Your insight in the NHL world this week. The biggest uh, Evgeny Malkin fan thinks that he should have been given more rest. There you go. All right. And then surprising nobody, except for a bunch of hipsters online who decided to pick Philadelphia over the Capitals on their brackets, uh, the Capitals are up 3-0. And not like an accidental, oops, excuse me, 3-0. They're up 3-0 in such a way that Philly should just not have a franchise. Like That's the best you can put out there. Then just, just close up shop. Now I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm a Penguins fan, but come on, this was such this was the easiest call to make on anybody's bracket this year was Caps in four going on. I mean, and I was I was surprised at how many people were, were saying, "Oh no, this is this is going to be Philly. That Philly is going to surprise some people." Surprise who? Who 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 did you think Philly was going to surprise against the people that had the greatest uh, the the best record in the league wrapped up like two weeks ago? You're going to surprise that team? With Ovechkin in the form that he's in, get the fuck out of here. You're not surprising anybody. I don't, I don't know. But I picked him on my bracket going, I think, I think in four. I think that was my, like, my, my one solid pick. I was like, yeah, Caps in four. There you go. And then, uh, oh, man, that San, did you guys, oh, that San Jose, San Jose, L.A. What was it, two, two or three years ago where San Jose was up 3-0 in the series against L.A.? And then L.A. just came barreling back and beat him four straight. Was that, that was, how many years ago was that? Anyhow, it wasn't that long ago. And then San Jose, by some miracle, were up 2-0 on LA. And they took a, it was like a 1-1 tie into the third period last night. And I couldn't, I was rooting for San Jose so hard. Partly because I want to see San Jose do better than they did last time. But the other part is, 
how many times can you get San Jose up 3-0 in a series and and just wonder if that miracle comeback is going to come around again? It, it's a great storyline, but the uh, Kings edged them, edged them late, so now it's a, it's a 2-1 series. So those are like the series I've been I've been really focusing on. You know, I don't really get into the Middle America series because, I mean, honestly, Nashville, St. Louis, I, I mean, they're good teams. Don't get me wrong, but when I get my NHL package, I, I don't I don't tune in to watch the St. Louis Blues or I don't watch Chicago a whole lot. I mean, I'll watch those teams when they play the Penguins or when they're you know on the East Coast and I can stay up and and catch some of those games. But uh, no, really good. I mean, hockey has been so good this postseason. Oh, so tonight, tonight I, I'm I am skipping uh, the MLS Fantasy Insider podcast tonight because we are having a little little viewing and drinking of the Penguins versus Rangers game three. I am so excited. Um, oh, the beer that I chose. Um, it's a McTarnahan. You guys don't have it, but it's McTarnahan's. So it's an amber ale. It's a local Portland brew. Um, I really enjoy it. It's 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 a good clean beer. It's something you can sip on for for three periods and not get totally sick of. And if you pace yourself, you're not even hammered. You just have a few, go to bed, hopefully with the victory in hand, and then you, then you call it good. That that's my plan tonight. So really hoping for good things for the Penguins. All right, guys. So let's just go from that playoff series to that to the other playoffs, NBA playoffs. Uh, I'm not really watching them. <laughs> I have to. I have to divorce myself from something. And we tuned in to watch that Blazers-Clippers uh, game one. And the Blazers played like the team that I thought they would be when the year started. The team that didn't look like they belonged in the playoffs. You know, like some guy named, you know, Al Farouk Aminu, who like went one for seven from like three-point land or something. It was like, it was this disjointed, not good performance that LA just ble- like breezed through. Now I know that they've been better than that. I, I'm, I'm just saying, as a if you were just a casual fan tuning in, you heard all this hype about the Blazers, and that was your first real experience watching the Blazers this year was on national TV in the playoffs. It wasn't a good performance, and I tried to watch some of the you know the LeBron games. I tried to watch some San Antonio games, and I'm just maybe this is a blessing in disguise for me. Maybe I'm just not meant to watch every sport all the time. Maybe that maybe this is just this is a sign. I broke up with the Blazers, and until they're bad again and I can jump back on that bandwagon, I just, I've kind of fallen out of basketball, and and I'm okay with that. I realized for the first time that I'm, I'm fully up to speed on the NHL playoffs. I'm fully up to speed on MLB. I'm still writing all my soccer articles. I wake up at, you know, 3, 4 in the morning to, uh, you know, watch EPL and stuff, and uh, I don't. I don't feel bad that I'm not watching the NBA. Maybe that's the best way to put it. I honestly, I, I just don't feel bad. I thought I would. There's no guilt. There's no guilt. There's no shame. I'm done. I think this is a clean break for me for a while from basketball. Because you really just, you don't have that much time. <laughs> There's just not that much time. You cannot follow 100% NHL and NBA at the same time. I've tried it. I was successful one time. And that was a rough year for me. So, I think I'm done. You know, I wish the Blazers well. I'm sure that socially I will be out and about and I'll probably see a game or two, um, maybe with friends or at a pub or whatever it is. But um, I am not going to make the concerted effort to watch 
NBA playoffs. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 the best I got. So there you go. Let's switch gears. Go to MLB. So MLB, I've been having you know some some fairly decent luck with MLB uh, on some daily fantasy, but uh, you know my I have a year long fantasy I'm doing this year. I'm really sticking to it. I'm really learning a lot of the the top of the order lineups again. Um, there's some good storylines out there. You know, Houston's got actually a pretty good core of hitters. Um, you know, San Diego, Colorado, those teams that kind of the NL that I used to watch. Um, yeah, they are who you thought they were. Let's put it that way. But there's there's some really good baseball going on right now. And I, as an NL Central fan, um, huge Pittsburgh Pirates fan, I got to say, you know, seeing the Cubs in first place with the best record in baseball at uh, – what are they? Ten and three? Well, they're definitely the first team to hit ten wins. I don't know if they're ten and three or ten and four, but the first team in the league to hit double digits. So, I mean, that means something. It really does, you know. And yesterday, I was watching the game. I watched um, Chicago beat St. Louis five nil, five zero, however you want to say it in baseball, the soccer terms. And they're good. Yeah, I mean, Schwarber got got hurt, but they're deep. Like they're a deep team. They really have some good hitting. They got one of the best pitchers in the game, and. Uh, I will always root for Pittsburgh everything, but if somebody else edges us out of the NL Central, I don't want it to be the Cardinals again, and I don't want it to be the Reds. I would be okay with with, with the Cubbies coming on strong and, and having a good year. I mean, that, that's a feel-good story. Because back when, when Boston first did it, all those years ago when they first broke the curse, it didn't matter who you followed in baseball, unless you were a Yankees fan or maybe maybe even like a like a – Baltimore fan. Wherever you were in the country, when Boston won that thing, you felt good for Boston. You were like, holy shit, I am seeing something historic. I'm seeing something my grandfather never saw. I am seeing something that three or four generations before me probably didn't see. And I got to witness it. I got to witness Boston win a World Series when so many people before me had not seen that. And I would... I root for the Cubbies in that sense alone. That this generation could see a legitimate contender in, in Chicago coming through. And how many people... I mean, my grandfather was a huge baseball fan. He never saw the Cubs win a World Series. You know, his father never saw the Cubs win a World Series. It's just... It's been that long when you think about it. So... In those kinds of senses, I mean, that's why I think baseball is eternal because you you have those storylines that that's it's not just skin deep like so many NFL stories or NBA stories. Even it's MLB goes back so long. Baseball is so historic uh, that when something like this has the potential to happen, you, you can feel. I mean, you're into it. You're, you're rooting for it. It's it's, it's almost magical. I don't know. It's, it's it's this weird thing that we have with sports, and I think MLB, for me, connects more deeply to that. And I think maybe, the, you know, English guys might understand that better with uh, with something like Leicester happening right now. Like, Leicester could win the league. <laughs> How many hundreds of years have, have, have those teams been around? I don't, I don't think Leicester's ever won anything before. It, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that your generation could see something that People so many years before you only wish they could have seen. That's that's cool to me. Oh, maybe I'm just maybe I, I need to start drinking again. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. 
<laughs> I've had to I've had to pull back on the sip and whiskey during the podcast for just a little bit because it's just too hot. I I just can't sit here and sip whiskey while it's this hot because then it gets I just get sweaty and angry and uh, I don't need that. You don't need that. I don't need that. <sighs> Good stuff, people. Good stuff. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about is uh, probably not something any of you were following, but um, the the thing when you have to you've watched sports for so many times and you you've covered so many teams and when you got to kind of admit you were wrong about something. And since I won't be on the uh, MLS Fantasy Center podcast tonight, let me just tell you: for the longest time, I've been trashing the Colorado Rapids MLS team. So <laughs> it's easy to do. They're a garbage team, or they were a garbage team. But in doing research, you know, today writing my article and doing the whole thing for you know the FF twenty four seven guys, you have to kind of concede that the team was better than what you thought they were. And it was, a, it was a really cool lesson for me today because even as somebody who studies numbers and who analyzes statistics and I write and I, I, I decompress all my thoughts on the paper, on the computer screen, what have you, it's always good for me to come back around and say, oh, I have to reevaluate the situation. It, it's different. You know, I mean, when you look at Colorado and they're in third place and they have more points that any team in the East has right now. I, I think it's cool. I mean, I I have a really big problem with the MLS and their and their enforced parity because there's such a strict salary cap structure. There's such a strict, I mean, there's such a strict way that they have to even form teams with how many foreign players they can have and designated players they can have. It's all built to make it appear that things are competitive, that any team can beat any any other team any week, kind of thing. And so there is that where they, they enforce this parity, but certain teams are always just bad. And now Colorado isn't so bad. And I think only in this case do I do I kind of agree with the MLS. Like them playing by the rules everybody else has to play by, it kind of worked out for them this year. You know, it was like, I mean, how many times can you just see a shitty team before you're just like, I don't want to watch this anymore? That's the problem with 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 enforced parity in leagues, is that if you don't get it right and you get a team on a downturn and there's no consequence for them to be bad, then there's no consequence for them to be good either. You know, there's no, there's no real incentive. If you're not getting punished for being bad, then rarely do you find an incentive to be good again because you can still collect your paycheck from the league funds and the league pool. And who cares? You're making money, right? But I got to say, they're in third place. They're doing better than Timbers are doing. I mean, right now, I would pick the Colorado defense over the Portland defense in a heartbeat. I mean, they're tied for the third, they're, they're tied to three way tie for the lowest goals allowed on the year. I mean, that's, that's not luck. You know, I mean, somebody put together defensive structure with some no name guys who we didn't think were that good. They threw them in a pot, combined it together, and now they're seeing results. And I, I'm glad they did it because. It's, it makes for a more quality viewing experience. When you watch as many MLS games as I watch, and I watch a shit ton of MLS, um, it's it's good to see a team kind of turn things around. But I will say, I mean, I've... I have... There's probably... It's probably 50-50 now. When, when, when the MLS is on, 
if I know that I can watch the highlights of that or our condensed game later, and there's live Liga MX playing, if it's a good Liga MX matchup, I'll, I'll watch Mexican League Soccer. And you can just see the difference. I mean, you can just see, I, I think that's what the MLS kind of lacks, is that it's not, it's not as fast, it's not as cohesive at times. You know, and they just kind of play a weird, like, they play a weird schedule. I don't know. I mean, it's it's really tough. When you when the MLS is just finally getting in the season, and it was the playoff push for two different sports, and it's the kickoff for, you know, MLB, and, you know, EPL's winding down, um, and it's a great race at the end. It's like only a certain amount of people are actually going to tune into MLS, given their choices. You know, it's it's... It's just kind of a weird model when you look at it from just just a you know if you just stand back ten feet and look at what the MLS does and the decisions they made along the way, it's just weird. I don't. There's just certain things that don't don't add up. You know we can't play in the winter time because it's too cold. And there's too much snow. But the best game of the week this week was watching Colorado play uh, New York in the snow in Denver. Like <laughs> it was kind of a cool thing to watch. You know I mean I don't know. It, maybe that's just me, but um, I don't know. It's just, I think I've become more introspective now that I have to put my thoughts down on, you know, on paper. And when I have to make a podcast every week, it's like, man, am I really going to spend time watching this bullshit game just to have something to talk about on the podcast? Or should I watch something different? Try it. I mean, should I force myself to watch NBA every week so that I have some NBA? No, if, I, if I'm not into it, I'm not into it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to show through. If I'm just not into the NBA right now, it doesn't matter how many times I watch LeBron dunk the ball, you're going to just hear it in my voice, and it's like, he really could give a shit about LeBron dunking that goddamn ball. And you are absolutely right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just, I'm still, I'm still on edge about that goddamn car. I just so badly wanted to, you know, what am I going to do? I have a, I have a family. I have a job. I'm not going to punch the person in the face. Like, as much as you want to punch somebody in the face or key their car or do something just childish and 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 spur of the moment i'm not gonna do that i just wanted to clap at him and mock him and drive away and that was taken from me oh and then back to my story so as i'm driving home and i'm sweating balls i am so hot and i'm looking at my console and i just i looked at it for two seconds and i was oh defroster Hit the second button right next to it for the air conditioner. <sighs> like a blizzard up in my car. I had it cranked all the way up. It was, it got me back down where I needed to be. That's, I'm, I'm okay now. I'm okay. I'm okay. And uh, that's where I'm going to leave it today, people. I don't have a tip today. I have a couple things written down that I want to kind of string out because, believe me, I uh, I have some tips, but I, I got I to gotta space these things out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to burn them out. <laughs> That's 27 minutes, people. I'm, uh, I like to keep them under half an hour. So you can come find me at SportingSanchez.com. You can email me at Guy at SportingSanchez.com. And find me on Twitter at Guy underscore M underscore Sanchez. We will see you next week. Or maybe this week. I don't know. This might be one of those two episode weeks. I, I think there's enough to talk about on a, on a recent current basis with all the playoffs going on, with all the MLB I'm watching, with all the soccer that's winding down. There, there could be a couple more, couple more podcasts a week now. So... We'll figure it out, people. I do appreciate you guys listening to me. Give me the thumbs up and uh, the few emails that I've gotten. I, I do appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.
Peace.